When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Tim, it's a big year for many of our sports stars. And with the move to the Japanese club, Toyota already confirmed for next year. No doubt Aaron Azza-Smith will be looking to go huge for the Landers and the All Blacks in 2023. He's logged so many minutes in those jerseys throughout the years. So we'll give him a pass for missing our call and the first three weeks of Super Rugby Pacific. Set to return for the Highlanders in week three. But no extended off-season break can keep him off the phone. To myself, Dagger. How you doing, Ez? Hey, boys. How are we? Yeah, good, mate. We're very, very good. Thanks so much for taking uh, our call and time. I know you're a busy man. You've got a young family. There's plenty happening, mate. But how's the body? How's the preseason been for yourself? No, it's been good, mate. And uh, it's been an interesting one, sort of staying away from the environment for that sort of extra couple of weeks. But it's um, it's been bloody gold, and I feel great. I'm itching to get in there, which is a nice feeling. And, um, you know, just really capitalise on the last sort of three weeks to just get that family time in, get my body absolutely hissing and um, going really fresh for a, for a big year. Was this always part of the plan, as to, to miss those first couple of weeks, uh, knowing that the big year that's ahead of you was... And I know, know you're a real competitor as well, so that would have been a hard, difficult decision to make. It was hard, but then um, the last couple of years have been a little bit up and down with seasons, COVID and, and preparation. And, um, you know, with the, the year we had last year um, as well. And then just, it was in my contract too, Izzy, to be honest. So I've got one year left. I thought I'd better use it. And uh, I fought to get it in there with uh, my agent, Warren. And I thought, oh, and I also rung uh, Rito and a couple of other players who had done it in the past and they'd, they'd, they'd talked about how, how much gold it was to sort of come in then um, also and then just, you're really itching. And I'm, I, I was sort of, uh, my wife Tegan was like, you should go back to work this week. And <laughs> so I think uh, I was starting to get a bit itchy and I was watching clips on the thing and I went and watched the boys play the Crusaders in uh, Western and I definitely got the bug and, and the hunger. But um, training-wise, it's been just gold to be able to get my body to a really good place and um, and also be with my kids, do the drop-offs and and um, really fill that tank up. Hey, Ez, you've got a big year coming up, mate. You've got um, you know, not just the Super Rugby, the, the Test matches, but also the World Cup. How are you feeling going into this year? Well, it's hard to, um, you know to not talk about, you know, what's coming at the end of the year and, and how much excitement that draws to you. But um, I definitely felt it after last year, uh, Kempi, and the 
sort of the last sort of three months of the year for us was a real positive shift in our team and the All Blacks and um, you know besides the last ten minutes against England we'd sort of you know won seven in a row and we've got some you know awesome coaching staff um, now and Fozzie's got the help he needs and um, I left that tour really excited and rejuvenated about where we're going and um, and the you know the, the the talent we have in our team and we can put it together and then. Um, so that was good to know. And then obviously, probably a week after the England game, start thinking of the World Cup and what if. And, you know, I think at our All Blacks testing anyway, you could tell a lot of the boys have, didn't have too much of a holiday and have really dug in. And there's heaps of PBs flying around and, you know, the edges in the room and the proposition of what's to come is so exciting. And, um, you know, I think Super Rugby will be pretty special this year too because you're going to have a whole lot of people trying to put their best foot forward and then also some young guys trying to, you know, make a dream come true. Mate, and that's what it's all about. Like, this year we're going to unearth some talent and there is some talented players that are playing for the Highlanders. So, so what's your what's your thoughts on, on the, the Clark Dermody regime that he's got going on at the moment? Are you enjoying Clark and, and the new players that have made the step up? How's the Highlanders squad looking this year? Yes, it's been good, and I, like, as you've said, I can't really comment deeply on how what the environment's like at the moment. But I've been in and out. Um, the vibe's really good, but also with just with the Highlanders connection and the way our team operates, and sort of around sort of our fun and enjoyment with um, also working really hard as and having um, Tom Donnelly in as well is really exciting. An ex-Highlander who gets it, um, loves yeah. the region, and and I think. Even from pre-season, seeing the boys go down into Southland and um, do a bit of an experience in amongst the, the community. And then also the last four years, the work that Kane and um, Joe Wheeler have been doing with our academy boys is paying off. And a couple of boys have made it through the system. We lost one to the Crusaders, which is okay. And, and then we've also got to allow about five or six young boys from Gore, Southland region, um, coming through. So uh, all those little things are paying off. But also picked up a couple of, you know, watching in the weekend, Jonah Lowe was a really exciting pickup we got and he showed it in the weekend. And then guys like um, Jonah Nariki and Paddy Paddy back from injury, you can see they've had a big, big, long layoff in pre-season and they're both hungry men. And see what Paddy Paddy was doing to grown men was pretty scary. And then Jonah Nariki's <laughs> just class when he's fit. So, um, you know, our 23 we can put out, we, we're going to mix it with, with some teams and try in some respect. And one of those players you, you, you've, you haven't mentioned there, and I've got big raps of him, just from the limited uh, kind of what I've seen from him, is young Cam Miller. Has, has he shown signs and something that you've been really excited about? Probably the 10 position is somewhere where you're, you're looking to really lock down. Is he that player? Man, he's got the potential to be. He's, he's a good kid. He works hard. You know, listens to meetings. You can tell, especially with first fives, they've got so much riding on them as a as a player, right? Like they they are pretty much the quarterback. They run the team. Um, and even last year when he came in, I could see he's got a good hit on him. And um, the moments don't look too big for him. But um, you know, Super Rugby is different, and I'm really excited to see how he goes. And I think the key is is uh, not putting too much pressure on him. But I don't think he takes things too serious in the sense of. You know, I think he knows he's a young man. He works really hard, but I think he knows his game too, which I like. Is he's not trying to be a Richie Moe. He's not trying to be Bodie. He's just he plays his game his way, and 
Um, you know, and obviously, if our with the stadium with the with the Ford pack we've got, we can if we can provide good ball. Nines and tens are only as good as the ball you're getting, really. So um, he's got a huge future. Um, great ideas. He's telling him he's the next Dan Carter. That's just work the treat, I'm sure. But uh, all his mates that have been tagging him and stuff. But uh, hey, that's that footy, you know. And and if, if if he's not thinking that in his own mind, then you know, but. Sometimes hearing it from other people always helps too. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing them uh, take another step this year. Mate, well, you've um, been around in the Highlanders jersey for a long time. We've talked about this year. What about your next step when you depart to go to Japan and, and link up with Toyota um, Verblitz? Are you excited about that uh, next chapter of your life? Yeah, I am. I, I am excited. It's hard to not think about it sometimes, but it was also... I kind of felt like sort of mid last year, I was just a little bit worried about the future in the sense of I hadn't had anything kind of signed past this year. And, you know, rugby, you know, injuries, you can kind of, if you don't have anything, I've always had contracts locked in a couple of years in advance. So it was a bit scary there for a little bit and, um, you know, not having that security. And then to, um, I rang my old coach, Steve Hansen and said, Hey mate, um, can you help me out? And, uh, you know, Steve was great and he um, helped sort of make it happen pretty quickly and then I was able to focus on just playing footy again and I think the, the worst thing is, that, you know, I went to the us leaders presented to the team the other day at the Highlanders and um, just walking in the building again was just like, this is this year's last time and uh, I'm an emotional person at the best of times but, you know, it'll be an exciting year because I'll be experiencing everything for the last time in a Highlanders jersey, not the first and not just another game, another derby, another trip away. It's it's the last. So I'm I'm really excited to go on Monday and be like, every day is a chance to just enjoy what it is, enjoy being in the Highlanders, enjoy playing under the roof, enjoy playing at the zoo. And, and, and even living in Dunedin, I've been here 13 years and it's <laughs> been amazing. The city's uh, um, helped me grow as a man and, and they're good people and... You know, the the old quote you, you hear when you come down is the further south you go, the better the people are, and, and it's very true. Mate, Dunedin, you've given us so much enjoyment over the last couple of years, and we're going to miss you. We're going to miss you down under and being able to witness the best ever to do it in the black jersey. And, Nug, just, just quickly, your game, mate, like I saw signs last year towards the end of the test season, you really find your feet, your confidence are there, like you scored that unbelievable try over on the tour and you took on the gaps. Are you happy with where your game's at at the moment? Yeah, I think it's... Um, last year was a bit of an up and down year. It was like just struggling in the, in the Highlanders jersey with a bit of form. Um, and then All Blacks, I'll end the Super, I hurt my groin and that kind of stunted my All Black start. And then I, I put that down too, though. It was like I put a lot of hard work in. I got really fit. And, and then also like connecting with Joe Smith, like he was a game changer for me. The way he saw the game, he had clips from trainings. He had clips from games way back. He he really just gets rugby and he got my mindset. And um, I had a good chat with all three coaches. Actually, my D was playing up a little bit in July. And so I connected. I just sort of had a, as the year went on, I, I really went and got some help around my game and just got a clear sight of what they saw. You know, they were happy, but happy's not good enough. And, 
I went a bit deeper and not assumed I knew what knew the answers and and that really helped going on to the tour so I was able to um and in my time I've sort of learned you know you you kind of can get to the end of the year tour and you just want to get it done to get home and um so I've always sort of tried to finish strong and I was really happy I was able to get to a point um and and you know you're as good as your last game and um played okay against England and if I'd maybe played better, we maybe not a drew a game, but that's that's the hunger that drives you, and um, it, it reaffirmed for me something that I knew is that you know if you I always want to keep striving to get better, and why not use the coaches to do that? I don't see everything, and um, you know connecting with Joe Fozzie and our D coach again, Stormy, um, just really helped fuel my game, and when I've got targets to hit and things to go for, and and clear work ons organic things were happening like Joe wasn't showing me clips of me running he was just showing me opportunities he was showing me what other nines had done and if it's in your brain you know this what happens eh? and things just react and but if I hadn't gone to get that help I don't think I would have been able to um, find some form again at the end so definitely uh, be looking to you know keep keep growing my game keep learning but also with the World Cup year, not putting the pressure on myself to know I have to perform straight away. It's about building and trying to be consistent, and that's one thing I've always tried to be in my career. Mate, that's the difference between good and great. You know, you never be happy with what's gone on in the past. You constantly fine-tune your game. You're asking for advice, and, and that's why you'll go down as one of the greatest of all time, as uh, we really appreciate you. Just quickly, what do you, what do you got? what's life got planned for for Azza, you know, as you start winding down a fantastic career. Yeah, that's sort of the that was a couple of questions been happening about post Japan, and uh, I'm unsure, bro. I think uh, I don't know. The, Coromandel. I'm really passionate about <laughs> being the Coromandel for sure. Up in the um, Hamilton region, just sort of want to get some good schools for my kids, but um, probably join Tiki Golf Golf Club. It'll be one of the first priorities when I get back, and then uh, uh, try get try get enough uh, my handicap low enough to take some money off you. Um, and I'm really I don't know. I've been talking to Bailey Mackey and and uh, and Sky as well around really interested in storytelling or sort of documentary sort of stuff around rugby or or sport. Um, I'd love to get into that space around. There's so many stories in New Zealand sport that aren't told. Comebacks, yeah. wins, losses people that missed out and you know I love that kind of stuff so I'll be trying to while I'm in Japan I'm going to try and start really upskilling and setting that up to try and come back and do that but um, I'd love to get into some a skill coaching role if possible um, I think head coaching or or coaching itself is a um, it's a tough job as we've seen in the last uh, couple of years <laughs> definitely around the pressure of it you don't see many skills coaches get fired so uh if yeah. I can, uh, you know, upskill maybe around, definitely around the contact area, I reckon I'd really enjoy getting in a team environment, staying connected to rugby, but as a more of a low-key role in the sense of I'm there to help with skills um, and, you know, even a bit of mindset stuff. So, But, yeah, it would uh, the main priority would definitely be to have a job where I can be there for my boys. And um, yeah. that's one thing that scares me a little bit about coaching is they're probably there longer than... Uh, then players, so uh, yeah. I don't want to be a, a, a like a come and go dad. I'm taking them around the world for a little bit, and then I'm home to be daddy and uh, or 
yeah, I'm being called Sir Nappy at the moment, which is the cool new nickname. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> I'll take it. And uh, so, Daddy, and if I don't do what he wants, it's Sir Nappy. So, yeah, cool. Um, you'll teach you little <laughs> bastard. <laughs> so, uh, love them severely, but uh, yeah, man, it's funny how a little three-year-old can really stir you up. <laughs> <laughs> you wait till they get older, mate. They are lippy as anything. My kids are real lippy. Oh. Hey, as I think oh. you'll, you'll you'll be fine getting the job post rugby, mate. You're an absolute personality. You're, you've got a great heart, and uh, you've done a flying job here in New Zealand. We're going to let you go, mate. Just a quick message for New Zealand. I know we've been going through a uh, tough old time late. Have you got a message for everyone out there struggling? Oh, I feel aroha nui to everyone in the in the North Island and in the Hawke's Bay, Brisbane region is. And the Coromandel, I think it's just been, and far north, it's just, and my heart goes out to everyone and and even to everyone that's been helping and that it's just, yeah, it just shows how powerful Kiwis are and willing to help and then, you know, we'll get through this and um, hang in there and um, just sending lots of loves and thoughts and um, just, just, just think of the good things in the day and think of the, be grateful for what we have and, um, and to those that are, have been lost, I'm very sorry to their loved ones, and, and a lot of support and love goes to them. Oh, you're an absolute champion, mate. Loved, loved your call. We've had a message come through. Best chat to date, Nug. Good man from an unknown message. So they're loving your chat, brother. Thanks so much for your time, and all the best for the rest of the year. Cheers, boys. Thank you.